Pesachim, Perek Gimel Mishnah Bet. So the following Mishnah discusses a case of when Chametz Deo was attached to a utensil and when it needs to be disposed of before Pesach. Pasuk Shebesidke Areva. So let's say you've got dough that's found in the cracks of a kneading trough um, and it's left in place to seal the cracks. Okay, so you've got these cracks in the bottom. They want to leave the dough there because it's going to keep it together. If, let's say, you've got in one spot, there's a kazayat, an olive's volume of dough in one place, the owner's chayav is obligated to dispose of it because it's not considered to be part of the trough. It's too big to be considered nullified for Pesach and thereby be considered part of the trough, even, even though it's used to seal it. So therefore, it's got to be considered chametz and removed and disposed of before Pesach. And if there's no olive's volume, if there's no kazayat in one place, batel bim oto, it is nullified due to the smallness. Okay, the, those considered possible the needing trough are not a food, therefore it does not need to be remo- removed and disposed of before Pesach. And this is true even if all the small pieces in various different parts of the trough together total a kazayat. As long as each piece itself is less than a kazayat, it's considered part of the trough. Now, of course, if the pieces of dough were not there left to seal the cracks of the trough, even less than a kazai, it needs to be removed. Okay, now, this also affects another law as well. This is also the case in regards to the laws of Tumah. If, let's say, you've got Tumah touches the dough in the crack, but not the trough itself in Pesach, the halach is as follows. If that piece of dough is the size of Kazayat, because we do not consider it part of the trough in regards to the laws of Pesach, we also do not consider it to be part of the trough in laws in, in regards to the laws of Tumah. Okay, we've got to remove the trough, the dough to be to be to be removed. So it's not part of of the trough and pesach. So therefore, it's considered a food and it's tameh in its own right. So therefore, if the dough became tameh, the trough does not because food does not transmit the tumah utensil. So the tameh touched the dough. The dough became tameh in and of itself as a food, and as a food, it does not convey tumah to the trough. However, the dough that was, if the dough is touched that was touched as less than the size of a kazayat, it's considered as part of the trough. Therefore, as a, it's as if a source of tumat touched the trough itself and the ent- entire trough is tameh. This is the law regarding Pesach. During the rest of the year, the size of the dough is irrelevant. It depends on the intention of the owner. Im makpidalav says if the person is particular. As in they, do not, they, they don't want to leave the dough in the crack and wants to remove it. The dough is not considered part of the trough and therefore serves as a barrier to the tumat. And since the dough is not considered part of the trough, it becomes tamer in its food and does not pass it on. Okay, so therefore, it 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 does not convey tumah for imrat But if the person wants to leave it there, haruhu ka'areva is considered part of the trough. Therefore, when the tumah t- touches the dough, it is we consider the dough as part of the trough, and therefore the entire trough becomes tamer. The last part of the mishnah now will deal with the law of silent dough. Deaf dough. Usually one can bang on a dough and hear a thump, and that indicates that the dough has become chametz. Now we're going to talk about a case where dough has been left for some time but doesn't produce any sound. So we're not sure whether or not it's actually chametz and just an abnormal kind of dough, or whether or, no the, the, whether or not the dough is not yet chametz. But sek hacheresh, this silent dough, if there exists a similar dough. As in, there's another dough needed at the same time, and we can see that it has become chamez. How is it asor? Then this, the silent dough is, is asor, since we assume it too has become chamez. Now, if there's no other dough at the same time, you know, there was no two doughs made at the same time, we assume that the dough in question is chamez as long as it's been left unattended for the amount of time it takes to walk a mill. And this is given as 18 minutes according to most authorities. Mishnah Gimel. The following Mishnah discusses separating chala and yontov of Pesach from dough that is tameh. Okay, so when you make dough, you've got, um, the Torah requires a portion must be separated and given to a Kohen. This is known as chala and it's treated like terumah and it can be eaten only by a Kohen and only if it is tahor. If the chala is tameh, it must be burnt.
but it can be but it can be used by the Kohen to fuel their fire. Okay. So case of Mafrishin Chala Bituma Biyomtov, how do we separate Chala from dough that is in a set of Tuma on Yomtov of Pesach? Okay, so we're talking about the first or the last day of the holidays. It cannot be left as dough because it will become chametz. It cannot be baked because we can't we can only bake on Yomtov things that are going to be eaten that day, and Chala that is Tameh cannot even be eaten by by a Kohen. It cannot be burned, even as fuel, because it's forbidden to burn Turuma and Chala on Yom Tov. How then should someone making a Tamid on Yom Tov deal with the obligation to separate Chala from it? Okay? So, Rebeleza Omer, Rebeleza says, there's three opinions. Rebeleza Omer says, Lot tikra la shem ad the woman making the dough shouldn't designate a portion of the person making the dough shouldn't designate a portion of it, of it as challah until it's baked. So as in they shouldn't separate challah from the dough, rather make all the loaves, bake them into matzah, and then designate one of the matzot as challah. Okay? So as in challah should be separated from the dough, and if it wasn't, it's separated from the baked product. So that's what normally happens. Here, where there's no choice, Rebeleza recommends baking it first and then separating the challah afterwards. Even though you can't bake a loaf of tamed dough that was designated as a challah, you can bake all the loaves first, then designate the loaf of challah afterwards. So at the time that they're baked, each loaf can technically be eaten. And since a person can separate it, because essentially what a person could have done is they could have separated a small piece from each loaf as challah. Therefore, there's no violation of Yom Tov by baking all the loaves. And even if one decides to separate a whole loaf of Tumas. So that's Rebbe solution. Rebbe Huda ben Betera says, Omer, Tatil Batonen, the person should separate the challah from the dough and put it in cold water to prevent it from becoming chametz. It prevents the dough from leavening. So it can be saved until nightfall and be burned after Yom Tov. And Rebbe Yeshua, Rebbe Yeshua said, Lo zehu chametz shemuz harim alav beval yira'e uveval said, This piece of challah, even if it becomes chametz, he doesn't consider it to be the chametz that we're talking about it should not be seen, should not be found. Rather, what happens is, the woman separates the dough, leaves until the evening, if it becomes chametz, it becomes chametz, it's no concern, as, as we do not consider this person to be owning it, so therefore, once it's separated, this person doesn't own it, so therefore it doesn't, it's not considered part of Bal Val So, so as in he holds that the person's got to uh, own the Chametz. Once you designate the Chametz, it doesn't belong to them, to the person, it belongs to the family of Kohanim. And it also it doesn't belong to any Kohanim because it's not, it doesn't belong to them until it's given to them. So therefore there's no one owning this, so therefore no one's in violation. So you can separate the dough and leave it to become Chametz. Have a great day.